0: friends, welcome back to another week of Kid City Online. I hope that you had a great weekend celebrating Easter with your families. Now, we are starting a new series this week and it's called Studio 4110. And we're going to start off this series by talking about a scary story. Now don't worry, this is not the type of scary story that's going to keep you up at night. It's actually the story of Moses and the burning bush from Exodus 3 and 4. And you might not think that's an actual real scary story. Again, when I'm reading it, you probably won't be frightened, but it's a scary story because we're talking about a person who was scared. So this is a true story about a time when God, who is the creator of all creation, and he opened a door for Moses to do something new and exciting in his life. God spoke to Moses and called him to go and lead his people. But Moses was a little uncertain, which we'll talk about. And God actually spoke to Moses from inside a burning bush. I think that is just absolutely crazy. I have never come across a burning bush that started talking to me. But we are going to really get into this story. I want you guys to picture it and imagine what it would have been like to be Moses in this story. Okay, so we're gonna set the scene in the desert. So I want you guys to imagine this. Moses led the flock to the far side of the wilderness and came to Horeb, the mountain of God. Then the angel of the Lord appeared to him in a flame of fire within a bush. As Moses looked, He saw that the bush was on fire, but was not consumed. So Moses thought, I must go over and look at this remarkable sight. Why isn't the bush burning up? Then the Lord saw what he had done over to, then when the Lord saw that he had gone over to look, God called out to him from the bush, Moses, Moses. Here I am, he answered. Do not come closer, he said. Remove the sandals from your feet, for the place where you are standing is holy ground. Then he continued, I am the God of your father, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob. Moses hid his face because he was afraid to look at God. Then the Lord said, I have observed the misery of my people in Egypt. And have heard them crying out because of their oppressors. I know about their suffering. So, because the Israelites' cry for help has come to me, and I have also seen the way the Egyptians are oppressing them, therefore go. I am sending you to Pharaoh so that you may lead my people, the Israelites, out of Egypt. But Moses asked God, who am I that I should go to Pharaoh and that I should bring the Israelites out of Egypt? He answered, I will certainly be with you and this will be the sign to you that I am the one who sent you. When you bring the people out of Egypt, you will all worship God at this mountain. Then Moses asked God, if I go to the Israelites and say to them, the God of your fathers has sent me to you and they ask me, what is his name? What should I tell them? God replied to Moses, I am who I am. This is what you are to say to the Israelites. I am has sent me to you. God also said to Moses, say this to the Israelites, the Lord, the God of your fathers, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, the God of Jacob has sent me to you. This is my name forever. This is how I am to be remembered in every generation. Go and assemble the elders of Israel and say to them, The Lord, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob has appeared to me. They will listen to what you say. Then you, along with the elders of Israel, must go to the king of Egypt and say to him, The Lord, the God of the Hebrews, has met with us. Moses answered, what if they won't believe me and will not obey me, but say the Lord did not appear to you? The Lord asked him, what is that in your hand? A staff, he replied, throw it on the ground, he said. So Moses threw it on the ground and it became a snake and he ran from it. The Lord told Moses, stretch out your hand and grab it by the tail. So he stretched out his hand and caught it and it became a staff in his hand. This will take place, he continued, so that they will believe that the Lord, the God of their fathers, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob has appeared to you. In addition, the Lord said to him, put your hand inside your cloak. So he put his hand inside his cloak, and when he took it out, his hand was diseased, resembling snow. Put your hand back inside your cloak, he said. So he put his hand back inside his cloak and when he took it out, it had again become like the rest of his skin. So if they do not believe you and will not respond to the evidence of the first sign, they may believe the evidence of the second sign. And if they don't believe even these two signs or listen to what you say, take some water from the Nile and pour it on dry ground. The water will take you take from the Nile will become blood on the ground. But Moses replied to the Lord, please Lord, I have never been eloquent, either in the past or recently, or since you've begun speaking to your servant, because my mouth and my tongue are sluggish. Now, we're gonna stop the story right there. Eventually, Moses does say yes. But he had a lot of excuses for God at first so the reason I wanted to share with you this story today is because Moses says no to God and steps away from the challenge that he has at many times basically Moses is saying the reason I'm not taking on the challenge that God has is because of the fear of the unknown that he has. Moses didn't know a couple of things and for that, he was scared, he was afraid. So first of all, he didn't know if he was good enough to take on this challenge. He said things like, what if I mess up? I'm I'm not very good at speaking God. Or he said, who am I to go to Pharaoh? The other thing that he was uncertain of that he didn't know was how the people were going to respond to them. He said, what if they don't believe me or what if they don't listen to what I say? So I want you guys to think about those two things. I don't know if I'm good enough and I don't know how other people are going to respond. Now taking on challenges in life can be really scary when we focus on the unknown but instead we can focus on the scripture and what it says. So during this series, we're gonna be looking at Isaiah 41, 10. That's where we get the name of our series from. And so I'm gonna challenge you, maybe you wanna memorize this verse. I know that that's something I'm gonna work on doing during this series. Today, we're gonna look at the first part of Isaiah 41 10, which says, so do not fear for I am with you. In this verse, it's God speaking. He says, don't be afraid. I am with you. When I get ready to face the unknown, I can either focus on the unknown. And to be honest, it might scare me right out of my pants, or I can choose to focus on what I know. And that is what Isaiah 41.10 says. That God is with me. So let's go back to Moses' two unknowns that he had. If I'm focused on the fact that God is with me. Then all of a sudden it doesn't really matter if I'm not good enough. And it doesn't really matter how the people respond. In fact, all of the unknown stuff doesn't matter anymore because we know that God is with us. We know that what matters is that God is enough, that God is good. And we know that God is going to take care of us by his mighty power because he is with us always. So remembering God is with me makes me unafraid. I can go on the biggest roller coaster at Valley Fair. or I can get up and talk in front of people. Hey, I might even be able to go to Pharaoh and say let my people go. So I want you guys the next time that you're maybe lying in bed thinking about all of the what ifs What if I don't like middle school? What if I, it's really hard to be a teenager? What if my friends turn their backs on me? What if I get pimples all over my face? Stop, just stop worrying and thinking about all of the unknowns and instead you can focus on what you do know and you can focus as you're lying there Think about, God is with me and you don't have to worry, but you can turn to him and you can talk to him about how you're feeling and know that he's gonna be right there with you. And if you're thinking about the future, think about what you know about the future. God will be with you, always. That's not gonna change. And so as you're thinking about the future again you can talk to him about how you're feeling and you can know that he will always be there for you so whatever you are facing God will be with you no matter what so focus on that instead of focusing on all of the unknowns and don't do not fear Because why? God is with you, okay? So you don't have to fear the unknown. You can be like Elsa and head into the unknown because God is always gonna be with you. Thanks for tuning in guys and I'm excited to see you next time as we continue in our series. We'll see you guys next time.